Welcome back to process. Email. Everybody's got to deal with it. There was a great conversation in the community recently about email and how you handle it and task management and all that stuff relating to email. So today I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking through some email best practices. Back when I was in corporate, I was dealing with email all of the time. I was in my inbox all day long. I was extremely reflexive in my responses, meaning I wasn't very planned out. I just responded to emails as they came in. I also was using email as a task inbox. And one thing I was finding though, because I was in a management role, is that the email advice out there didn't apply to me. Many people were just saying, well, empty your inbox once a day. Well, okay, as a manager of a team of people, and especially one who was managing a customer service team, you can't just empty your inbox once a day. You're going to end up missing important things or things that need a faster response than others. And so that's where some of these tips and best practices come from, from my experience of dealing with email in a corporate environment. Some of them may be relevant to you, some of them may be not, but this is my idea and my thoughts of what best practices can be around handling email from the lens of productivity. First and foremost, a mindset thing when coming to email is that email is not urgent. Yes, there will be things that sometimes come in through email, such as an angry customer that needs handling or response to, but generally, email is not urgent. If something urgent comes in via email that's truly urgent, it's going to find you elsewhere. So if you're not in your email inbox all day long, and say you're limiting yourself to the number of times you're opening your email, if something important comes through there and you miss it at just the right time, more than likely you're gonna get a phone call or a chat message or something like that. So if there's urgent things in email that you don't address immediately, it's okay more often than not. Additionally, email is something that you need to set expectations with. One thing that I found happening in corporate when I was there is that you'd start responding to emails right away. And then people would start to expect a response back and basically email became like chat. So so your behavior in handling email sets the expectations of how others will handle email with you. And so if you start setting the expectation of an email isn't going to get responded to right away, but it will get a response and within a reasonable amount of time, then other people will start to respond and react to you and how you handle email that way as well. Another big picture item is to cut the cruft. Do you really need to be on all of those mailing lists that you automatically got entered onto for signing up for an account somewhere that you needed to? Probably not. Do you even need to have all those extra mailing lists that give you a bunch of information in your inbox? Whatever it is, if you're getting email that you don't need to get, cut it out. All of us deal with a significant volume of email dependent upon our industry, but more often than not, we're dealing with a number of emails on a given day. So cut out the ones you don't need, especially the ones that you can control. And one thing that I've been finding helpful for me in handling emails these days is to use Feedbin. I got an annual subscription there and I didn't realize this, but a really cool feature of the software is that you get an email address that you can use to sign up for mailing lists. So you can sign up with that email address to mailing lists 
and have them delivered to your feed bin inbox instead of your email inbox. It's a great way to keep on top of information that you want to you want to subscribe to without cluttering up your actual inbox that you need to do work out of. Another big picture thing is to leverage tools if you're able. Now, not everybody has the capability to use another email client like Spark or Airmail or whatever it is because they're internal IT has a company policy saying that only these applications are allowed because they've gone through specific security protocol checks and all sorts of stuff like that. That's totally fine. But if you have the capacity to use a third-party client that has specific email handling tools in it, such as snooze and archiving, use it. There's some real power in snoozing emails a couple of days down the road if you don't need to see them. And if you just need to respond to it on a specific day, then it pops right back up into your inbox. You don't want to snooze an email if you need to act on it at, before you need to respond to it. But you can use snooze in particular circumstances to help keep your inbox clear of stuff that doesn't need to be there now. Same thing with archiving. If you can use third-party tools to manage your inbox, it's a good idea to do so. Do be aware that there are a lot of email tools out there that do skim data off of your emails and may violate the privacy of your recipients as well that you're working with in email. So do carefully read privacy policies and do carefully consider what you're using for third-party email clients. Applications like Spark do a pretty good job. They protect the privacy of their users and their, or their revenue model is not based upon advertisements or selling data, so that's a positive. A strategic way to handle email too is to limit the amount of time that you're in your inbox. Fairly common advice these days is to get in your inbox once a day and empty it out then. Well, I will tell you that one time per day is not going to be enough for a lot of people. If you're a business owner and your primary business is recurring revenue off of selling courses or selling other kinds of information online, whatever it is, that will probably work for you. But if you're working inside a company that primarily communicates with email, one time a day is probably not going to be enough. That's not to say that you have to be in your email all day long, like I was talking about. Instead, I like to think that the best way to handle this is about three times a day. One time in the morning, one time in the middle of the day, and one time toward the end of your workday. And spend about 30 minutes of time on it. If you can limit the amount of time that you're spending in your email inbox, it does a couple of things. First, it allows you time and focus to handle other more deep work focused tasks throughout the day. It also forces you, especially if you put a time bound on it, it forces you to process through your inbox faster. And we'll talk about a processing session and what that should look like in just a second. The other thing with limiting the amount of time in your inbox, and it can vary how much you need, how many times you need to be in your inbox throughout the day, is that there are differences between a maker's schedule and a manager's schedule. Like I was talking about with one time a day versus three times a day, one time a day probably works really well for a maker who needs large blocks of uninterrupted focused time to do their most important work. However, a manager's job is to respond to the questions, inquiries, and decisions that are coming at them that their input is needed. And so you need to be a little bit more responsive and a little bit more available when you're in a position like that. So that's where being in your inbox maybe three times a day is a good balance between actually getting work done, spending time in meetings, 
and then also getting your email done. Now I mentioned an email processing session. There's a few things that you can do when you open your inbox to speed up the process. First thing is to prioritize. Email prioritization is not the most clear thing in the world to do, but there are, I'm sure, three to five people in your organization that you get emails from on a regular basis or semi-regular basis that would deserve a little bit faster of a reply. So one thing you can do is open up your email inbox and sort by sender and then pick the most important people, those three to five people, and reply to those emails first. Additionally, when you're through that, I generally start with the oldest email on top. Most clients default to the newest email on top, but that's really not the most effective way. If you have the oldest email on top, what that does is it gives you an easy one, two, three, four, five approach to handling it. And then if you don't get through all of your emails in one session, then you just start up at the oldest one and you're gonna continue working through them in each session. With that, something that's a little different is to leave your emails in your inbox until they're handled and then archive them. So if you're starting with your oldest one, respond to it, then archive it, and then keep going down the list that way. That way your inbox shows you messages that need to be handled yet and not messages that you've read and then you know have responded to and have a conversation ongoing in it and whatnot. If you handle email this way where you reply, put it in the archive, and then you, it'll come back to the inbox when you've got a response on it. That keeps your inbox in a much clearer place to where you know that if there's anything in there, it's something you need to handle. Lastly, this is where us productivity nerds can get a little tripped up sometimes. And that's when do we clip an email to our task manager? A lot of times, if there's an email that needs to get a response to it, we'll send it to OmniFocus or Things or Todoist or whatever it is. I don't really think that's the best approach. In fact, I think the better way is to capture tasks from emails to your task manager, not just the emails themselves. For example, if your boss asks for a report on a particular project that you're working on by Friday, but you need to spend some time gathering data and writing up the report before you can send the email, don't clip the email asking for that information to your task manager capture the tasks, gather data for the report on the project, and write the report using the data. Those are the tasks that are actually there, not responding to the email. And so when you clip those tasks, then you have an actionable item that will help you get over the overwhelm that often comes from handling email. Because a lot of times there's emails that we have to do something with. And we can do something quickly on some of these emails, but other ones have a little bit more time investment involved. And so if you have to take more time to do something, clip the task that you have to do to your task manager and then come back to it later. If you start doing stuff in the middle of an email processing session, then you're getting yourself out of the flow. So this is the other important boundary when you're processing email is stay in your email inbox, if at all possible. Reply, archive, or clip a task to your task manager and then come back to the email later when you have time to work on the task at hand. The whole goal of having a processing session is getting through your inbox, not just trying to get all the stuff done in your inbox. The last bit of advice I have on this is don't make it too complex. 
there's a lot of temptation to make our workflows more complex than they need to be, having hundreds of folders in our email inbox. And sometimes that's necessary, but create only the amount of folders that you need or labels or whatever it is that you're using. I'm personally an advocate of the two folder system, inbox and archive. And as I mentioned, if it's in the inbox, it needs to be handled or triaged or whatnot. And if it's in the archive, I've already dealt with it. It makes it really simple to handle everything in the email client then. And then if I have tasks that I need to handle in email, then I'll clip those to my task manager to handle them outside of my email processing session. That wraps it up for this episode. If you want to discuss this episode, head on over to the community at community.effectiveremotework.com and we'll chat more next week.